Welcome to Trickscast, the podcast that keeps the kingdom over the culture and sparks a conversation about Christ. Wherever you're listening from, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and stay blessed. Okay, guys, so I'm joined today with KD, King David. Um, some of you might know him from Open Circle. Um, some of you from, might know him from other places as well. But yeah, so we're here with him today. Before we get into conversation, we usually do some icebreakers. So I'm just going to ask you a few questions. Um, so okay, okay. Um, the first question is, who's your favorite person in the Bible? Our favorite person in the Bible would have to be um, Elijah. He was just on too much smoke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Elijah was the one that, like, they were, were they called him bald? And then he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. called him bald. And then um, he, the, a bear came and at the people, the young right. man that were calling him bald. Yeah. <laughs> man, 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 man was on so much pace. Like, he was like, he, he's the type of guy, he's like, he was mocking other, like, prophets and them. Do you know what I mean? Saying, like, where's your God? Is he sleeping and that? Do you get me? Like, yeah. So it's like, he had too much sauce in the yeah. Holy Ghost. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it just blessing me. I love that. Yeah, and then the second question is, what is your favorite scripture, or maybe like specific like passages that are your favorite ones? Um, funny enough, it's actually Proverbs uh, twenty-seven seventeen. Yeah, um, as iron sharpens iron, so does a uh, friend sharpen another, and that's mm-hmm. kind of one thing I've just been going by since I was a, since I was very early in the faith. Um, that's kind of you know. Um, help me that's that's probably one of my favorites um and you know all the typical you know um uh all the typical like you know ones that have promises like i'll never leave you nor forsake you yeah. um mm-hmm. um the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace um, yeah it's just kind of like these passages help me at different times so yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then the third question is, what's your favorite gospel song or maybe album right now? Josh, you're not gonna like me, bro. You're not gonna like me, right? <laughs> I, I don't really like gospel songs. I like worship songs. Yeah, but like you know, the gospel with like all the arrangements and stuff like that. They're yeah, not yeah, my yeah. favorite. They're not my favorite. So like with worship, I think I, I always go back to um right now. I'm I'm really feeling um. Uh, if you said that you believe it, it's your own man of your word. That's a um, Maverick City. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of it, but that's what that's what I'm kind of jamming on right now. Yeah, they actually have a new. Um, I still have not listened to the new album. Actually, I still. Ah, uh, no, it's fire! It's fire! It's fire! It's fire! Um, and then the fourth question is: What would be one word you would use to describe yourself? Um. Oh, jeez. Damn. Okay. All I used to describe myself, multi, multifaceted. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah, that's a word. Yeah. There's, there's many sides to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the last question, this last question, yeah. It's, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Obviously, that's a hard question, but maybe some of your favorite dishes. Um, I'll just like sweet potato and egg and fried egg. Yeah. yeah. I, I never, I've never gotten tired of that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> okay, um, so we can just get right into it now. So, basically, um, obviously, like the main the main place where I met you personally was kind of open circle, 
and right. and that in general and that like ministry. So do you want to like talk to a bit about like how we started? Yeah, man, we, um, 2018, it was actually from a place of, um, you know, pair to pair, kind of like, I don't know, I was just trying to like, uh, what you probably would call disciple, one of my friends, yeah. was looking for that at that time, do you know what I mean? So her name is Aurelia, and we, me and her were just kind of like, meeting up reading the word encouraging i was just encouraging her and just trying to get her up and you know we, we went to some events and we was you know just kind of falling in love with this whole ministry thing do you guys understand? Yeah. but just mm-hmm. more in love with god and for the longest time do you know what for four years i tried to start something like open circle you know yeah but not with the idea of open circle in mind. It was kind of like a youth type of thing. And it probably would have been like every other youth fellowship that you've seen. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, the one that usually yeah. comes like outside of a church and stuff. You get me? Right, right. Yeah. So that was like, that was the plan. But, um, and I was trying to start for every year in college, but it was just like, the time wasn't right. People would say no to it. People, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. When when um I made this partnership with Aurelia and she was actually coming to my college that year, we decided enough is enough. We're gonna do it this year. We're gonna do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And um, so we 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 got in and you know we started the book. That that's how we started the the um the the open circle side as a, as a society in my yeah. college. In college, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. With like first, and uh, we we got like a up to like a hundred maybe up to a hundred signups which was like amazing but at this stage like at the time we were just kind of like just begging people to sign up like because we needed yeah. a certain amount of, of signups so we've emailed everybody the next day or so, or so like that we're going to have a session the next week and we didn't think that anybody would show up do you know that type yeah. of thing there mm-hmm. so we've emailed everybody and out of 100 people like about 20 people show up which is kind of cool it's kind of you know for your first ever thing and 20 people showed up and we just kind of went around the room yeah. talking and it was kind of like very long it was like not what you know open circle to be today but it was, yeah. it was that's how it kind of started mm. um, and then from then on by the grace of god you know it grew to what it is right now but yeah. yeah that's that's kind of how it started mm. and with what you just said there um i think it's like open circle at its foundation because just like even the name like open circle and like it's just everybody's yeah. just there and able to have a conversation so where did you yeah. kind of like get inspiration from to name it that um do you know what like i think names are the hardest things one of the hardest things on setting anything up yeah um it's because you're trying to think of the name that best represents the the core the goal or everything that you know the identity of what you're doing yeah but um Open circle really came from it was like it was like I was struggling not to call it open circle because like ah like <laughs> why you know why would I call it open circle? But it was like yeah, we wanted we wanted an, an environment where people could understand that anyone could come in, mm-hmm. but it's also it's also a tight circle. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a family. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just it's bringing those two like um, a circle is always closed. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But it's like exactly. we're, trying to, we're just trying to. We're trying to open this. We're trying to 
we're trying to do something new. We're trying to allow you to come in, but also feel like a part of a family as well. Mm-hmm. So um, this, you know, that's why we we have you know different type of people, but um, we want a sense of family in open circle. So that's kind of you know why we came with that name. Yeah. Oh, and okay, then yeah. when you and Aurelia, so you and Aurelia were probably, so we're the first two members here. Then yes, talk, did, yeah. like, talk to me a bit about how you guys kind of like branched out and made like a bigger team. Bro. So, so like, oh, like the, the core of this is, as in like, the reason we did this was because there was conversations that weren't being had in church. Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. There was there was things that wasn't being said in church, or there was there was like we wanted to create an avenue that people could feel comfortable to talk about their faith, young people, because yeah, we was we was getting shut down in church. Mm-hmm. So what what the reason we we started that was because of that, but then the reason we got a bigger team and we, we were able to branch out with more people in the team was because I was going to college with these youths who would express this um you know this this type of feeling with me like oh my yeah. god i wish children i wish we could do this i wish we could do that and i would always be speaking to them and they'd be like oh dave can i come to your church i'm like yo my church ain't, <laughs> ain't any different you know yeah. it's the same and so it was just kind of like i knew the different people who kind of it was a pain point for them you know what i'm trying to say yeah so it wasn't like oh just grab random people it was like Yo, if you understand the pain, you could be part of the solution. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it was it was just um, you know, people that I knew, people that I was speaking to at the time who had, you know, great um who had, you know, a, a good relationship with God and, and I knew were, you know, somewhat solid. Also, I made a few mistakes, bro. Do you know what I mean? I made yeah. I, I had allowed people in without kind of knowing properly or even getting direction from god that okay they should be let in so you know cause a little bit of problems but that's kind of how i now now i kind of you know i pray on it and i, I hold yeah. it for a minute before i i um i ask anyone to join the team mm. but yeah that's that's how we spread out yeah and like what that. you just said there i think that's one of the beautiful things about being a christian is that we yeah. learn from our mistakes and like we're 100, able to 100. seek god more and more and yeah. one of the things that like one of the things that I really love about open circle is it's just the fact that like seeing young people serious for God is 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 something that's yeah. very kind it's really kind of rare because like it's it's crazy how like a lot of us especially like of African descent and the ones that are living here in Ireland especially like we all like most of us were raised in the church you get what I mean but then yeah. for some strange reason we we departed you know what I mean but like now we're coming back and that's kind of like like i just love seeing that you get what i mean it's a it's a hundred percent that's that's the that's the beauty of it and that's that's kind of one of the things that's probably you know um there is to my heart and like okay i'll tell you what like eight years ago um is when i initially got saved right Mm -hmm. let's say i probably got saved a few times after that but when my you know that's the day i decided i'm going to follow christ for real i went on my knees and I, I began to pray and I began to um I began to pray and just like ask God for the, the Holy Spirit and everything and, and stuff like that. I was praying for hours, but just ages, just on, on my knees and praying and yeah. And then God showed me um God showed me um young people literally bowing down in the same position I was in, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know the way like Muslims pray? Yeah. But not, not, like, not exactly like that, but just kind of like bowed to God, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it just showed me young people, like just a multitude of young people bowing down to God. You see what I mean? And I was yeah. just like, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And bro, I, that stuck with me, but I never believed it would ever happen. Do you get what I'm yeah. trying to say? Mm-hmm. And I, and, and, and so then seven years down the line, um, it just occurred to me that this, this is what God was showing me because it just came at that moment where we were worshiping. Um, and there's just like a lot of people on their knees and crying and, and bowing down to God. I was thinking, wow, God, you're starting this. This is, this is it that you're showing me. And this is only the beginning of yeah. what he's going to do. But it's, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful sight to see, bro. It's a beautiful sight to see when young people are just even on fire, even just in the place where we're speaking about God. You know, they could easily, yeah. they could so easily just not want to be there. But mm-hmm. the fact that they're there is it's an amazing thing. Yeah. And I think when you talked about how um, Open Circle gives some people the opportunity to have conversations that necessarily weren't had in church, I think that's yeah. like such a beautiful thing because it helps us to have these conversations with other people as well. That's that's the one thing yeah. um, I love about Open Circle because Open Circle isn't just limited to the people who are there. It also yeah. affects the people who are connected to the people who are there. You get what I mean? 100, 100. I've seen that so many, like, so many instances, you know, like... And that's and I see that's the beauty of being part of the kingdom of God and part of the body of Christ yeah. is that you're not gonna do everything. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? You're, you're not gonna be able to speak. I tell my I tell my team, I go, I probably only have direct influence over the people who come to open circle and you guys directly. But yeah. y'all have reach that I do not have. And so the conversations that we're having here is I'm seeing it being had in different places. I'm seeing other people using the, the, you know, the talents and the gifts and stuff for God and in different spaces where I'm not able to reach. And so that's the beauty of it. Like, it's like, y'all, like, the, it's a body, it's a body mindset. You know what I'm trying to say? It's a yeah, body exactly. I like there's so many different like parts of the body and that's what kind of makes it so beautiful because mm. we're not all doing the same thing. You get what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly and then, well. Um, another thing that so what would what would be your like favorite moment so far of open circle favorite moment bro there's too many there's too many um wow um like i think i think when there's one day in which um we were having a worship session and you know god was giving me different things to be saying while we were worshiping and so, so, you know, I think it was it may, it may have been seven things I, I must have said. And after the session, seven people came up to me mm-hmm. for each of the seven things that were said. Yeah. Uh, with the confirmation that, that that was me. That was me. Oh, this, yeah, this was my situation. Yes, yeah. God, God healed me from a sickness from seven years that, that I had for seven years. And those those moments kind of make you realize why we are why we exist. Do you know what I'm yeah. trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's like it's just it's just so 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 those those type of moments and moments I'll never forget. Motive I will never forget that that's probably one of my favorites as well. Like just yeah. the atmosphere, the, the the atmosphere in that place was mm-hmm. second to none. And just, I don't know, there's just way too many. I I don't have a favorite, but you know, there's, there's yeah. things that 
the thing that just reminded me of why God has called, you know, us to this um, platform to do what we do. Yeah. And then yeah. um, I know you guys actually, so you guys started in college um, yeah. kind of like towards like maybe the, not this time last year, but towards like September, August, like um, last year, 2019, that's when it kind of yeah. became bigger than college. So can you talk to me about that? Well, so, so we, you know, we started in college, as you know, and, you know, I mean, at a stage, we, there's people, like 150 people was pulling up to college, you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. One, because of easy access and, you know, a lot of people just kind of like, you know, island, we're a very small community. So it's like, everyone knows where everyone's going. So it's like, sometimes it's not only for open service, sometimes it's just a motive type of thing. You get what I'm trying to say? But um, a lot of people pulled up in college, which is great, but we knew like you know from from early my my mentor was had been telling me like be ready for a dip and i, I know we don't like hearing that as a as a christian or as as anyone is in the ministry just be ready for some and when he meant dip it wasn't like um oh like no one's going to be hearing open second or anything it was like be ready for a challenge do you got know yeah. to say something mm-hmm. is gonna something's gonna it's going to hit you and you're not going to know because everything's moving smoothly. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So we was, we was in a sense prepared that, you know, NCI wasn't our home. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It yeah. was ideal for us in that, in that time, but we knew it wasn't our home. So literally we were going to have um, an event in, um, in NCI during the summer and they began to have problems with that. And yeah. And we kind of we kind of knew it was the enemy's plan not to allow us to to continue because the, the the ground we were making was crazy. So, bro, when I tell you that we we had gone, we 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 also were of the mindset that this is not a college, uh, this is not this is not a college society anymore. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I say? Even even the college was telling us like y'all y'all are bigger than a society. This is you know this is something different and. We kind of knew that we were, we were walking in the place of ministry and stuff like that. So when we were looking for new places, I mean, there was just too many, too many no's. Actually, everywhere said no to us. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere you can think of. Places said yes. Even your college, bro. Your college said yes, and then they said no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? It was like yeah. every everywhere we tried to go, it was just no, no, no. And... When we get all those no's, we know that there, we know that um, God is planning something bigger. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So we had we had to settle um, with um, uh, Glass Nevin and Aurelia Church, and that and that's kind of where we've been since since about September October. Yeah. But um, but but we we know that you know God these I believe we're still in our um, embryonic stages and we're still very we're only like only going on two years now bro. do you mm-hmm. know what I mean so we're still very much babies but where God is going to bring us I believe it's not it's not it's not going to bring open circle there I think it's going to bring the youth of Ireland there do you know what I'm trying to say I think yeah. it's, a, it's a collective thing I think ministry is going to move you know massively and I think in the next few years where God is going to bring all of us it's going to be amazing and I think you know we'll be in better positions than we are in right now but yeah, it's been tough changing locations. We're actually even looking at changing the location again because um, 
of different reasons. So it's 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 going to be a tough while until something amazing happens. But um, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna see the beauty in the middle of it. Mm. And I think yeah. one thing that I've noticed about the move that you guys made is that obviously because of the, of the location in Glass and Evan, what I've noticed is that yeah. the people who actually want to be in open circle, yes, go to open circle. So that's what makes yes, it beautiful. Sir. That's what honestly, when like when when the team was about to move, you know, some people, and that's why I said I made, as I told you, I made some mistakes in terms in regards to, of you know, bringing some people that, um bring some people on the team that weren't necessarily there for, you know, all the right reasons. Yeah. When I, what, what I mean by that is, you know, some people see a crowd and I was like, yes, let's do this. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And so not yeah. every, not everyone was excited when we had to move. Um, but now that we were starting to do sessions and I was seeing, you know, maybe 40, 40 people come up or 30 or less or whatever it was, I was super gassed. Yeah, yeah. So when you have like when you have like thirty, forty people showing up, uh, you know, more or less, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, from from coming from a hundred and fifty, sometimes two hundred yeah. people, yeah, it for for anybody is like, oh my god, like did yeah. you just lose everybody. But then you begin to realize that there is actually you that is very very hungry mm-hmm. for God. There's a and do you know what I mean. And when we actually do our open worship events or our you know worship events and when we do motive and stuff like that you know we're selling out and so it's it, 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 we're still seeing that people are very much interested in christ and and there's and there's a lot of people who tell me you know dave i'm not able to because of my timetable or because of you know um the distance and stuff like that and i yeah i'm very much like i'm cautious of those people i'm conscious of those people like yo we gotta make avenues for them to be able to come so that's why we once in a while mm. we would have a session in town and stuff like that. But yeah. the the beautiful thing, bro, as you said, was these people that come week in, week out, we can see that like they're, they're genuinely hungry to come to Christ. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? They're genuinely mm. to, to, to fellowship, to have these conversations. And bro, I will say to, you know, um, I say to my team, I goes, if Burner Boy or one of these bigger artists came here and they had to go to Cork to go see their show, you'll go, right? Yeah. Because it's like yeah. it's because it's like it's like it's Cork. It's like yo, it's born a boy. You 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 put so much value in the artist, and so we can see the people you know that put value in in, in Christ and stuff like that. And, yeah, and we see that week in week out. So it's beautiful. Yeah, it reminds me of I am I forget exactly where Jesus said this, but it reminds me of when he talks about how there's um it was he was talking about how, I think it was weeds that were growing. Yeah. And how some grow, but you need to wait for it to grow. You can't just throw away the seeds. You get what I mean? So I feel like as Open Circle grew, the people who were kind of, I'm not talking about the people who um, genuinely can't make it, but I'm talking about the people who necessarily didn't go there for the the right reasons. They kind of like were pushed aside. Whereas the people who really wanted to experience Christ for themselves Started being more interested in it, so that's yeah. I wrote, and that 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 makes me sorry, sorry to um that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's like I don't honestly, I really don't care if we have 500 people come right, and all of them were there because of the wrong reason. I don't want that. I'm preaching. What's the point? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. The people who want to be there, and you know, they would they would they would receive it, and so so that's why. What you said is a hundred percent. 
Yeah. Um, there's actually been a few times where I remember you saying, I'm so sorry if you don't come back next week, but I have to say this. So it just it really yeah. just shows like the seriousness of like what it actually is, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like, you know, for young people it's easy to sugarcoat stuff and, and say them nicely. Yeah. But I don't really care about I I don't really care about if you if you're if, if you don't come next week, it's not about me. It doesn't, mm. I don't get a cent. I've never made one cent from Open Circle. So it doesn't feed, it doesn't feed my pockets. It does nothing. Yeah. But I need to get the true word of God, the true gospel out. So I've got to, yeah. you know, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't really care if you don't come next week. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Jesus, you know Jesus, Jesus, Jesus preached such a harsh word after he fed 5,000 and everyone mm. left him. Yeah. Including his brothers. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then that that kind of like leads me into the next question, like just in terms of like, because I know the main thing that like I know about open circle, it kind of reminds me of the verse in Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, when it says, "As iron sharpens iron," you know what I mean. So, just like, do you feel like that accountability, especially Christians in our age range and in this country, especially, do you feel like that's something that's very very important? Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent. That's even our um. Our mission statement in open circles that that's the verse. It's twenty Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Yeah, it's understanding that no man is an island. Jesus, Jesus was was in the garden praying, and he needed his disciples to pray with him. It was like he was he was he was vexing at them, like you 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 can't pray at least one hour. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say because you know we Jesus understood that no man is an island. You need people around you. You need um, you need to constantly be in communion with people, um, especially people of God. And yeah. so, um, I think I think as a young young man in this young generation growing up, we need to begin to understand the importance of being in community. Yeah, being in communion with people who would help us grow. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. The problem that we face too much is, and I'm sure you know about this as well, is. You know, when young people are struggling with certain things, maybe addictions or um, different things that they may be struggling with, yeah, the enemy wants to isolate them. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're gonna stay in a place of isolation, and you're gonna be silent mm-hmm. in your isolation. The worst combination because yeah. the enemy could just do all these suggestions and all these things and throw you down a deep spiral. But the moment you're able to speak out. You get what I'm trying to say? The moment you're yeah. able to, to talk to one of the boys, the, the moment you're able to talk to someone older, a mentor, someone in, in a better position, the moment you're able to do this and, and have a sense of accountability, you, you'll be able to, um, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, raw, I'm not in this alone. Some people want to die or, or, or want to go to the grave with certain things that they have done or have gone through. But you'd be so surprised the second yeah. you say, Second, you say something to someone else, um, they may be going through the same thing as well. So it's just it's very um, important to to speak out, and, and, and as young people, it's important to have people around you, bro. I I keep myself, I pride myself in keeping myself with my friends. So yeah. anywhere you'd see me, anywhere my you know you'd see me on roads or or in events, wherever it is. I'm with my people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And the reason I'm with them is because one side, bro, Dave, 
you can't mess up. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm exactly. Saying? No, for real. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because as much as you you can be a man of God, you're a human being, bro. You have desires. You have different things. You you may feel like messing up when you're on your ones or blah, blah, blah. So I keep yeah. a, a team or pe- a group of people, a community around me that's going to be like, Dave, remember who you are. Do you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? exactly. And I, I, I'll do the same for them, man. So it's, it's important, mm. bro. It's important. Yeah, because I think like society wants us to be like, oh, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you think you're not on the same level as your friends, it's time to cut them off and find new friends and stuff. <laughs> but like... Yeah. accountability is so important you know what yeah. i mean like 100%. this i feel like like the current culture kind of wants to again it wants everybody to be isolated and stuff like that and I, obviously i know yeah. like sometimes it's good to be alone but like yes. you need you need i think you need friends you need accountability you need to be able 100%. to be in a group of people that you can hold yourself accountable and that they can hold themselves accountable to you as well yeah 100% bro 100% mm-hmm. I think I think also with the young generation that you know our generation to be honest is is the thing where someone would want to be all out for Christ, bro. His 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 one pain point for me as well is someone yeah. wants to be all out for Christ, but because of the crew they're around, because of the surroundings, mm-hmm. because they have no accountability partners, because they don't have any mentorship, because they have no one to spew out I don't know if I told you the story of one of the boys we we brought him into one of our rehearsals and we prayed for him and he gave his life to Christ and he was genuinely changed yeah we brought him home and his parents didn't even recognize him mm-hmm. that 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 level of transformation transformation yeah. immediately and he told his friends like this is what God has done in my life and all his friends told him I'll give you one week someone said wow. I'll be generous I'll give you two weeks before you're back do you get what yeah. I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if he could be, if he could have been around us more, you know, he would have still been a Christian today. He'd have still be, yeah. you know, around us and, you know, whatever he's doing today. But, but because they, you know, feel a sense of loyalty to people because of the longevity of their friendship. Yeah. It makes, it, it makes things tough. And Christians, young Christians need to understand that. Like, you know, if, is the people around me are not good for me, you know, it doesn't mean I necessarily have to cut them off, but I may have to keep a distance for, for a while. Yeah. So, so I can grow because my mm-hmm. spiritual life is more important. But yeah, yeah. Bro. I think godly, godly accountability is very important as well. Oh, like, 100%. Especially as young Christians, because notice how like as young Christians, like notice how um, the world pushes the agendas of sex, violence, mm-hmm. drugs, um and all that and it's a thing where it, as a young person it does stuff like that sensationalized it's like oh that's what you should be doing anyway but when it comes mm. to the things of god it's like oh it's either oh you think you're better than us or it's either oh no i don't think you'll be able to do this thing because like uh, there's more accounted like people are willing to make circles to talk about those kind of things instead of talking about the things of christ and like yeah that's one thing i find like with our young people as well because I feel like a lot of people do genuinely want to be, they genuinely want to follow Christ, but it's because of their surroundings. I think, I think some people like, and even some people who might think they are at the same time, there's some people who truly want to be like on fire for Christ, but it's their environment. That's why I think it's important for like, that's why the beautiful thing anyway about that I found about Open Circle is that 
Open Circle isn't limited again to just that one conversation. It empowers yeah. people to go and speak to other people as well. You get what I mean? 100%. Bro, that's 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 one of the things that was uh, like one thing you mentioned just brought something to my mind is like deep like these 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 people don't they want to go all out for Christ, but it's like the world maybe seems more enticing or, or yeah. you know, they just they just like go back to the world so easily and the church doesn't help it either because like the church is pushing them away as well. You got mm-hmm. to say church isn't as welcoming as it's supposed to be and um it's maybe not as accommodating for youths as it's supposed to be. Yeah. And that's why Open Circle exists as well. Mm-hmm. In this next season that we're going to go into, I want us to be able to have wide ranges of groups of people who could just like, you know, you know um, chill together and just commune together, you know, have these conversations quite yeah. regularly because like, bro, it's so, it's so sad to see, man. Like I, I like, I look at people and I'm like, I know, I know you want to be down for Christ in it, but it's yeah. just like, it's something pulling you back and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we need to be able to, uh, you know, start more communities of people that would begin to have these conversations regularly and, and yeah. you know, empower each other. But yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a hundred percent. And I also think as well that, um, I also think, um, just with what you said there in the sense that like you, like, you know, when you know that somebody like either somebody might be struggling with something, you know, when you know that like, okay, this person needs Christ, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes people, it's just, again, I like the, the environments that some people put themselves in or some people grow up around in actually could be a cause yeah. of these things. Um, and so one of the other questions I want to ask you was that, like, so how did you guys find, obviously, with the quarantine, um, obviously with corona and obviously the lockdown state, how did, what was that adjustment like for you guys? Um, for Open Circle? Yeah. Um, took a while, bro, I'll be honest with you. Like, um, it took, I think, I think I did, I, I don't think I went live for two weeks. Um, yeah. And then that's because you know, I'll tell you the truth, man. There was, there was, we were just about to have motive, yeah. right? And it's about four hundred plus, I think, or four hundred fifty, whatever tickets sold, and we we're gonna have a massive event. And we were just super excited, bro. Just super excited. I had the word prepared. The worship team were ready. We got people in from England, like, bro, deep how happy and this, you know, yeah. we were to do this. And Corona lockdown, just, just like so, all like sudden like that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And there was a limitation on 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 these um gatherings, and this, I'm just like, oh my god, no, this cannot be happening at, at this time. Yeah. And so I I did I did go through when this was you know when we had to come to terms with it, um, for a week or two I was just really like upset, man. I was really you know what I mean I was really just unhappy yeah i was yeah i was tired i was you know what i mean so i so you know it was it was it was an unfortunate um situation but we we do know that god all things work together for the good of those yeah, um, exactly. who love the lord we do know that so those type of things encourage you at, at those times you know what i'm trying to say yeah and we have to be able to you know that's 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 the thing of any any successful business or any successful anything, we have to be able to adapt to change. Yeah, and so when when change happens, we have to be sharp. We have to be sharp. And so 
we know that live, we've already been doing live. So live is not something that's new to us. We've mm. already been connecting with people through live. So um, we just had to make um, adjustments. You know, obviously we were limited to how many people could be there. So it was just me and myself and Laolu who was just kind of giving a word or having a conversation every single week. You know, for, for yeah. many weeks. I don't even know how many weeks we did it, but, you know, just having conversations every single week and we were seeing engagement rise and people, you know, texting in and all these type of things. And so it, be, it began to become a thing where, like, you know, every Tuesday, you know, it, it, you know, we're not there together, but we're still having a conversation with our people um, um, online. And so, yeah, the adjustment was tough. It took a minute to get into it. But I think we're all in full swing. And one thing I must say is that the team every Wednesday have, you know, have met and did the Bible study with themselves, with ourselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. We've grown, we've grown so much as a team that Mm -hmm. when we go back out, it's going to be lights out for the devil. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because it's like, we've empowered ourselves so much, we've become so much of a, a stronger, united front and, um, yeah, this time was has served to be good for us. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I know it's about um this quarantine. It's really like it really forced us to look at ourselves and also forced okay. us to grow as well. Um yeah. and I personally I thank God for it because at the start, you know, it was just like, Oh, why is all this happening? Or is this the new normal? But like God is good. Like as you said it, all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So that that's the that's the beautiful thing about it because where I love the ministries, especially in this country, like people have to rethink ways to reach people, you know what I mean? And it's yes. even good because even as restrictions ease now, you'll still know how yeah. to reach other people from other places. So that's exactly. what I find exactly. really good about the whole thing. And that's and that's the same the same way with brotherhood as well. Like we've been yeah. able to just kind of even spread into that, like and just like mm. spread our wings that way as well. So it's it's, it's yeah. really it's really amazing to see that happening right mm. now. Yeah, that brotherhood ministry actually, um, and that group, just that group in general, like, is actually uh, personally like really helped me to really like understand why I believe what I believe, and it's really helped me also to kind of just hold myself accountable to people because like that's one of the yeah. most important things I really feel like in any kind of yeah. group of people, even a, even a friendship of two people, like accountability yes. and transparency is so important. 100% bro, 100%. And, and I feel like, um, especially as men, we've got to get it right. And that's that's one of the yeah. pain, pain points as well, which is why we started Brotherhood as well because it was like, bro, I've seen my dad's, mess up i've seen uncles you know i've seen yeah all the parents all the dads in church i've seen you know just a generation of men who have failed us and and we cannot make the same mistakes so so you know when we when we started that i just i knew that we could begin to build a place where boys could first of all talk you know what i mean that's not something yeah. that we do often you know what i mean but first mm-hmm. of all talk and then we get begin to empower each other you know peer-to-peer accountability and and then get stronger. And, you know, I've seen, you know, I've seen amazing testimonies from it, but um, it's, 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 it's massive. It's massive. Yeah. Mm. And then the next, uh, and kind of like the last like area I want to move this conversation to is kind of like evangelism, because I know obviously ultimately like open circle, the iron sharpening the iron, it's preparing other people to also go out there to talk to people about Christ who might have ever grown up near, 
in the church or around the church at yeah. all. So yeah. what are some ways you, you think as youth and as people who are technologically savvy, what are some of the ways you think we can like evangelize and spread the gospel? Yeah, bro. I think I think I think the way evangelism is moving is is a bit different um, from you know you know walking up to people on the street and you know although that is very still uh, still very much viable and still very much useful. I think mm. um, there is we should not neglect the audience that we have online. Yeah, and um, I think we we're the generation that knows online the most. And we kind of have a life online. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You know, people see you a certain way online and it may be very different from your actual reality. So yeah. um, I believe we need to be first transparent and 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 real. You know, I feel mm. I feel like if you're ever gonna evangelize to anybody, even outside or even online, well, you gotta be real, man. Yeah. And I think I think when I think of evangelism or whatever, you know, church and stuff like that, it's like go out with your suit and tie and just give tracks out and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a, maybe that's a way that, you know, work for certain people. But <laughs> yeah. for, for someone like me, if I was walking down the roads and you gave me a track, I'm just, I'm not going to take it. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. you haven't taken time to know me. You haven't taken time to know, you know, my culture, my background, all the type of things there. Yeah. You kind of just, throwing like Jesus on my face and as I said for some people it really works but I know for as a young person um, there's a sense of relate related or just being relatable sorry I continue yeah. it but a sense of being relatable and so I would pull up and I every single day I wear, I'm, I'm wearing a tracksuit or a hoodie or you know runners or whatever it is mm-hmm. and so if I was going to evangelize you know I'm going to roll up on streets in Thailand and talk to the people talk to my guys and have and I've, I've had it you know some of the guys would be it's crazy, right? Some of the guys would be smoking, right? Yeah. And I'll pull up. Like, I'm telling you, smoking, like, you know, and I'll pull up with them. And before the end of the conversation, we're talking, diving deep into Christ. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And so it's like, if I came up with a suit and a Bible, they probably wouldn't hear me. But the fact that I've, I've come to them, you know, kind of like mm. I became all things to all men. Yeah. You know, I yeah. just kind of had to come to that level which is not even coming to the level I'm just kind of I'm already there I'm, I yeah. wear hoodies I'm from I'm from ends do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so, yeah. so speaking to these men um, I think I think one the first tip definitely is is, is kind of be be you if you're a youth you're going to reach the people that are like you in a sense do you know what I'm saying yeah. mm-hmm. so be yourself be yourself don't try and be someone else to get the gospel to somebody else yeah. be who you are and and preach you know the, the the undiluted word of God. You yeah. know, don't don't divert it in any type of way, but understand how to communicate the word of God. Yeah. Because if I come to you and tell you you're going to hell if you don't stop sinning, you may not hear me. Um, you know, you may not hear me the same way as if I come to you and maybe like, hey, bro, how are you doing? How's your day? You don't you don't have a type of thing yeah. like. Mm-hmm. If I if I have if I may have had a conversation or if I just kind of scream the gospel at you, you know, yeah. I have to understand how to communicate the gospel of, mm-hmm. of God without without diluting it, without watering it down, yeah. without you know adding or subtracting. I've mm-hmm. got to be able to communicate that, and I've seen that work um, a, a lot of times. You know, by the grace of God, God has helped me to bring a few people to Christ, and mm-hmm. it's because I've been I've been real with it, and I've not tried to you know 
sound like a pastor or nothing. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. yeah. And I think also like what you just said, I think it's important that we we commit ourselves to wanting to learn more. I know we, we can never say we know it all because yeah. Um, yeah. The, as you continue to read the scriptures, you realize God reveals more and more and more to you. But I still feel we have to be committed to learning the more and more because like the Bible talks about how we have to search out the mysteries of God. And even before, yes. before we can like explain it to somebody else, we have to be able to understand it for ourselves. So 100%. obviously that doesn't 100%. necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't tell somebody about something that um, God has revealed to you recently. But I think it just, yeah. cause some, sometimes like, I feel like a lot of people can be very, very zealous and like, yes, yeah. you know, I've realized that every <laughs> where I was living was wrong. I need to go and tell everybody and save them from hell. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, sometimes, yeah. like, because that's happened to me sometimes, and it's like, nah, you literally just have to, like, I, like what, like, I, what I've noticed anyway, especially on Twitter, is that just DMing people and like talking to them, like, especially yeah. after they put a tweet about something, just DMing them and just speaking with them, and asking them, hey, how are you, or coming to them yeah. on their level as well. Like, that's a it's really so, great yeah. way to evangelize. That's, that's, that's amazing that you say that. It's like I remember I was saying, to, I, I must have said that brother, but I remember saying to the guys, I was like, yo. <laughs> Like, if you come to someone on the streets and tell them, or anywhere, and tell them, yo, um, if you die now, are you going to heaven or hell, or blah, 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 mm-hmm. and you, maybe you're speaking to a woman or something, or maybe a young man or whatever, you haven't, you haven't even asked any other questions, but just kind of like, are you going to heaven or hell? Yeah. You, you'll be so shocked to see, like, the reason they threw you away, the reason they pushed you away, maybe because they were like, maybe either molested by a pastor in church, right? Yeah. And so you have come from this place of, I don't care about your context or any, uh, or even the reason why you do not like God at all. I don't even, that's, that's where you're, you're coming from if you come with that type of attitude. And yeah. so you're never going to reach someone because there is something that's never been dealt with, deep-rooted. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're just kind of coming there like, follow Christ. It's like, yo, the Christ I used to follow, I felt like his representative betrayed me. Yeah. Do you got trying to say? So yeah. if you don't understand that type of context, you're never going to be able to like reach someone truly. Do you got trying to say? So yeah. like when 100%. you say like, going to people and, and, and messaging them and, and trying to find out different things, it will help you. And I think a lot of Christians do not understand that these days. But I think as our young generation need to, begin to do is yo understand context and and an open circle you know we we may not be able to reach everybody as i said before but yeah. we want to empower people to be begin to like be empathetic in, in, in different situations and and especially when preaching the word of god you know you yeah. know begin to understand people's context yeah mm-hmm. like i think context is very important because like it's yeah. not like the thing is, and the be- the thing is, what sometimes I'm just like because as Christians, like and as people who believe the scriptures and the word of God, we like have basically we have what's right. The gospel is what's right. So why yeah. is it like we have to know how to present? Like at the end of the day, if we're debating, not even debating with somebody, but if we're looking at it like at two sides, the gospel wins. The gospel saves. So why you're supposed to present that in a way where they understand it? Yes, we know the yeah. gospel saves, but explain it to them as to why it does. Yes. So I feel like sometimes, like, if somebody asks some people, like, why, why should I follow Christ? Like, that's, that's the thing. We, we have, I think we have to find that out for ourselves first. 
before. We yeah, that's a, that's 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 one hundred percent because there's people, you know, the, the woman who was about to be stoned. Yeah. Um, that's because she was caught in adultery. Like she knows exactly what she was saved from. Yeah. She has a whole load of context. I think as young people, if we grew up in church, we don't know exactly what we're saved from. So when we're preaching to people, we don't. We're just preaching that. Oh, just like, give your life to Christ. But you don't know, like, people need to understand what they're being saved from. Yes, 100%. Uh, they don't know that they need saving. You yeah, exactly, say? yeah. And so if you understand what you were saved from, you'll be able to tell people what they, they need to be saved from and stuff like that. So, mm. um, yeah, context is, is massive. I think context really changes a whole lot of things. Joseph was going to throw Mary away if the Holy Spirit didn't give him context. Yeah, <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? Like the, context, the why, the why, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the why, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then like, like, do you do you think that? Um, because I I like I genuinely I don't even know how to explain it. I'm putting it into words, but this quarantine, like, it's really kind of shown me personally. It's really helped, told me to like question myself and really like get like a, a closer relationship with God. You know what I mean? Obviously, it hasn't been easy, but yes, that's that's kind of like what like I've learned from this quarantine. And like, do you feel like there's a revival and like a change coming in the Christians in this country? Bro, I feel that so powerfully, man. And I just I just want to be a part of it. I yeah. feel that so so massively. I feel like um after this, because you know what, John, there's gonna be there's gonna be an opposite effect as well. There is mm-hmm. there's gonna be people who are gonna dive deeper into certain things, you know. Um mm-hmm. uh, people are gonna, you know, not wanna have anything to do with God because the whole idea of church or God has been like taken away from them. It's like yeah. an online thing now, you know. But um, when when we, you know, as people who have been empowering ourselves during this quarantine, I believe, I believe um, the revival is 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 on its way, and and I, and I do believe it's going to be. Here, here's here's my here's my dream, bro. I want I want the culture of of the youth in Ireland to be Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got what I'm trying to say. I mm-hmm. like I want us to be so gassed to go to church. I want to be so gassed to evangelize. I want us to be so gassed to commune with each other. I want us to be so gassed that, like, do you know, do you know the, the, the revivals back in the day where clubs, pubs, all these things were, were losing yeah. money because people wasn't, that's how deep we're trying to go, bro. Yeah. I believe it can happen. I believe it can happen. Like, mm. it's crazy faith, but I believe if, if, if we, the small percentage of people, could be so zealous and be so like, you know, on fire and just cry out for the anointing of God and the power yeah. of God, I believe this can happen. Greater mm-hmm. works, I believe that can happen, bro. I do believe that can happen. And I do yeah. believe that there is a revival coming. I believe there's young people that's really just like fed up and just ready to stand up for Christ. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I do believe that's going to happen. Mm, that's the thing like because i think what a lot of us anyway we're realizing that like we especially the ones that grew up in church like we're realizing that um we were kind of like feeding into the culture you know like the culture really kind of put the culture over the kingdom in a sense that we were like okay we're we're going we're going to church but like a lot some of the things would be okay this is more of a cultural thing an african cultural thing but i think yeah. a lot of us now we're laying aside culture and we're literally saying okay i just want the kingdom of god i just want other people to have the kingdom of god as well 
So that's that's yeah. that's what I'm really excited about. I'm like proper yeah. sound, like teaching and preaching as well. Like yeah. I'm I'm just excited to be honest. Yes, yes, I'm excited as well, man. I'm excited, bro. Yeah. Um, and then just yeah. so when can we expect motive? Um, <laughs> motive they postpone motive. When can we expect it? Yeah, um, you know, we're, we're still really looking at towards the end of the year, but we're just trying to see how obviously this Sunday is going to be churches are going to be open and stuff like that. So, yeah, we, we want to see how the churches are moving, mm-hmm. and we want to see how even just if any big events kind of happens and how they operate. And um, so then from there, we would know, you know, we're still in July, bro. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, we still got six months and, and, and you know, the phases, sorry, the phases have been sped up, you know, because of, you know, different reasons. So I believe that, you know, if by God's grace, you know, by the end of the year, by the grace of God, if yeah, not, by God's grace, yeah, yeah, y'all be getting the first thing next year. First thing yeah. next year, if not, you guys can say, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll we have everything ready, <laughs> more or yeah. less. We're just waiting for to, yeah, like everything's ready. We're just waiting for, um, you know, to see the the trend of things, and then, um, I'm super excited, bro. I've held this one word in, yeah, since March. I've been yeah. itching to get it out. I've been itching to get it out, but mm. um. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe um, within the next, you know, four or five months, by the grace of God, we should yeah. have we should have that motive. Mm. Yeah, um, and then just in closing, like, do you have any words for like the youth listening to this, or like for anybody who might not know Christ necessarily and wants to be on fire for Christ, or might want to even know who Christ is in general? Bro, I, like as you know, as you know yourself, man, the, the, this Christ has been the greatest the best thing that's ever happened to me and yeah. i'll be greedy or selfish never to give that or share that with anybody else bro and um, if anyone has has been in a state of you know depression or or you know feeling far from it or just feeling not enough or feeling down whatever your feeling is right now wherever you are in your life right now whatever position you're in right now whether it be good, whether it be bad, everyone needs Christ. Everyone needs Christ. Not yeah. only for not only for this earth, you need Christ for for your for your eternity, bro. And that's the most yeah. important thing. I think I want to encourage anybody who is focusing on earthly things and focusing on, oh, what job am I gonna get? Or this, I'm feeling this way. I know these are all um, amazing things, but can I remind you that this is all temporary? They all fade away one day. Your spirit, man, your soul will never die. And you have the choice. You have the choice. Whether to accept Christ and have eternity with him is the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. The love of Christ. Understanding that he's take, he wants to take you from a place of sin and, and bring you to a place of life, a place of death. He wants to bring you to a place of life and is the most amazing thing. So um, I would encourage anybody who is who's far from God, who doesn't know God, God or even wants to give God a try, um, I'm not promising you anything rosy. Um, yeah. But I will tell you that um, the peace that passes all understanding would be um, in your life. And um, um, Christ is the only way to heaven. So, yeah. Um, mm. Yes, do, 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 do take that message on board. And um, if you know anyone who's on fire for Christ, 
do approach them. Even if you're listening to this now, just hit Chucks up. He's he's a he's a guy that's on on the God thing for real, for real. You know, yeah. um, hit me or hit anybody else that you know that's you know fire for God, and then then they begin to show you ropes. Find a community and then get involved in Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you for that, bro. And um, thank you for coming on. And um, I really enjoyed this conversation. I feel like a lot yeah, of people bro, I, would benefit I, I, from it. Sorry, thank you so much, bro. I I just wanted to correct myself. It was Elisha that was um that had um the people killed <laughs> the, the the young boys that was slagging. They were slagging Elisha. Oh, they slagging Elisha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't okay. Elijah. Just yeah. just just so for my people to not scream at me and tell me that I'm, <laughs> I'm preaching false doctrine. Thank false you so much, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. But yeah, yeah, David, I'll see you later. Um, thank you again thank for you so coming much, on. Bro. I appreciate it. If you made it to the end, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And for more meaningful content, please follow us on Instagram at Chuckscast. Stay blessed.